0: The Guild of Extraordinary Feline Adventurers and the Waterdeep Regulars present The Case of the Missing Arcanist A Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast Based on the DM's Guild adventure, The Lost Laboratory of Qualish Using adaptations from Steamforged Games, Animal Adventures Act 3 I'm a cultist. Get me out of here. Last we met. After returning to the Guild of Extraordinary Feline Adventurers with Hal, you opened a portal to an unknown destination in the Barrier Peaks. Finally opening your eyes, utter darkness surrounding you, you tentatively started to explore your unseen surroundings. After a while, finally finding light, you discovered yourselves to be in a most strange and disconcerting environment. Featureless corridors, strange tubular lights, flashing buttons, talking brains in jars, and when finally encountering the living occupants, you were horrified to witness cloaks made from faces. The exit slides open, and you see the backs of... The two cultists that, during the battle, went outside and closed the door behind them. They seem to be guarding the door.
1: How far from where we are inside the room would they be? Only, only
0: about thirty foot.
1: So it'd be quite feasible to just sneak up behind one of them and attack.
0: Yes.
2: Have they noticed the doors open behind them?
0: They do not seem to have at the moment. What are they currently doing? They are just standing more or less as guards would, just standing still, looking forwards in the opposite direction to you.
1: Robbie's just going to do that stalk forward, sort of that intent, slow, soft, stealthy behind. Let's go towards the one that's on the right. Okay. And then attack, so attack of opportunity
0: yes yes it is and you can sneak on this as well
1: excellent so that's a 21 yes that hit so that's the first strike is an eight yep beauty plus another 14 robbie the little curly furred cornish rex does that cat stalk towards the one that's on the right you then see him wiggle as if going for a rodent only this is some rather larger vermin then he pounces it seems to drive him into a little bit of a killing frenzy the back paws come up and he rakes and rakes and then drops back down what does the cultist do?
0: (laughs)
2: Cultist <laughs> probably screams bloody murder.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: so uh, as you um as you sneak up on this cultist and launch your attack at him, he actually screams out in I think a, a combination of shock, fear and pain, the other one turning ground in confusion and then horror as he sees this small gray cat basically trying to shred his companion. Shall we roll initiative? So, as Robbie launches himself at one of the cultists guarding the room, Bailey is still plodding around the brains, quite intrigued with the bubbles in the jars. But Sir Pounce-A-Lot, you join in the fray. So what can to see? Directly in front of you, you can see two cultists now turned around or certainly to the side so they can see you all and you can see that the one is bleeding profusely and a very scrappy little grey form of Robbie has just landed after doing quite a bit of damage. So
3: hes I see the one that is bleeding and I'll go, you're my foe and I will charge at him. And I will go to swipe at him with my, uh, claws to the already injured one. As they suddenly noticed that the cats were there, all the one cultist sees is just a big, floofy pile of cats just running towards him. And next thing he sees is him leaping towards him, jumping on his face and just trying to scratch at him before gravity l- makes him lands again.
0: So you launching yourself high into the air, bring your claws down onto this poor, unfortunate, unlucky cultist face and as you go to push away his body gives way and you end up sort of falling with him but on all your four paws landing on top of the now cultist corpse so uh, Robbie you being inspired by these course of events find your breath and launch yourself again
1: did we want to keep one alive I wonder Ah oh, no, I'm gonna attack him. Okay, so you flip
0: back round after Sir Pounce Lock launching into the sole surviving cultist for now at least, and you dig your claws into him. Sorry, yep.
1: just as a bonus action, oh, yes. is it possible I can shout something? Yes, at of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. And this will actually be in common. It'll be surrender or die.
4: All right. Uh, I didn't want to be in this group anyway. I've never wanted to be a cultist who has just leading an ordinary life. <laughs> I wanted a nice house with a nice garden, you know, occasional holiday. And then this bloke comes along and he says <laughs> to us, Hey, join us. It'll be great. And then look, I'm wearing a bleeding coat of faces. I mean, it's not a multicoloured dream coat, is it? So, you know. You get rid of the rest and I'll be with you all the way, mate.
5: <laughs> Have I broken insane. you all? <laughs> that was insane. I think Bailey might be crying. I think there's
0: tears.
2: Right, so I, I'm taking this tea surrender then <laughs>
0: Well, he's opened up oh. some discourse with you. He's still standing there holding his knife, but he he does look um yeah. a little bit lacklustre.
2: Yeah, for the, for the say, unless... Hang I on, to...
4: yo's cats? How Very are you talking? Astute.
0: Mind you, we've got brains in jars in here, so no, it's that weird to me.
3: Well, sir, I am Sir Pouncerlot, as you can see, a cat. We have dismembered your friend here. And unless you want the same to happen to you, I would suggest that you cooperate with us.
4: Sir Ponzy
3: How dare you, sir. What name's seen, that it? I am a cat. What type of face is that, I might ask, but no, I did not say that.
0: Well, it's not the one I was born with, and I'd like to have kept that one.
3: Um,
2: yeah, for I'd like to ready a spell, just in case.
0: Okay, absolutely, you can. What are okay. the rest of you doing as this, um, this seemingly friendly cultist looks rather bemusedly <laughs> around your group?
6: So back to the brains. Did I hear right that the brains need a new body to set them free?
0: Yeah, because they don't have bodies.
6: Right. Okay. That's gonna be slightly hard. We've just killed five cultists. Four cultists. Six cultists. Sorry. I think we killed seven. No, yes, six.
4: (laughs) No, I'm still alive. You killed Chris, Craig,
0: Trevor, Roger. Dave and Mick.
2: And assuming you do not want to add yourself to the list, you will be kind enough to step inside and we will have a bit more civilised conversation.
4: I've told you, I I didn't want to be part of this.
1: You can drop that. Nasty looking dagger He drops it immediately It clatters to the ground
4: I just got roped into this I thought it would be a better life
6: And who do you actually report to? Why are you killing And putting faces everywhere? And for whom?
0: Oh, that's him That is that the devil elder monk That's his It's his kind of um, What did he call it? He called
4: it like his signature So everybody can recognise him So we stand out from the rest
6: oh. Where is he?
0: He's in the big
4: tower.
6: The big tower, where?
4: Well, part of this place.
6: Right, okay, so he's in this building. Well, not in the spaceship, but in the building outside.
0: Well, it's all kind of linked. I mean, I don't know, I've never seen anything like this before. I was absolutely gobsmacked when I saw this. But, you know, I mean, mainly I'm on prisoner duty. So, you know, you can't have them being too happy or anything. So you have to, like, flay them a bit and, you know, make them work. Stoke the furnaces.
6: Right, okay. Prisoner
3: duty, you say, sir? Who do you have here, held against their will?
0: we uh, about thirty of them. So you know, sometimes they cark it, and we have to bring another one in. But um there's about thirty of them normally, and they work down in the furnace rooms, which have. Um, well, what what does the chief engineer say? He says they've been adapted from the original technology. So now we kind of run it on all. That we get from the mountains so you know some of them will be out getting the ore and others will be in there shovelling it into the furnace
3: and the door that you were guarding today contain some of these prisoners
0: well no i was guarding this door wasn't i and what's behind this door well you lot was confusing me. why are
6: you guarding it why don't you want anyone to come in here
0: it's not difficult i don't think we heard an alarm go off it seemed as though somebody was just pressing loads of buttons at random and that didn't seem right so i was actually going on my break and then the others called and said oi come with us we got some problems so I came along and then they said, you stand outside the
1: door and don't let anybody in or out.
4: That worked for you, didn't it? Well, it wasn't my plan, was it? I mean, I'm just a little
1: cog in a big wheel. More of you are there. I mean, you know, people like you.
0: Well, like me personally, I don't think anybody. I think I'm quite unique. Well, that's what my mum told me. But um, if you th- if you mean like monks in this complex... uh. Probably about a hundred or so. Right, okay. You've got a weird accent, you know that.
1: Right. I'm just going (laughs) to pop my claws out, look at them, and then look at him. Hey, no,
4: no, no offence, Hey, I'm not one to talk, am I? That is all you have been doing. Well, I'm sorry, but you know, you go and attack my mate, and then you kill him. And then you sit on top of him, your big, white, fluffy mate, the one with the red paws. And then you start asking me questions. I mean, if Ant has said anything, I bet you'd have been upset then. I can't win, can I? Very true. Very true.
1: Well, Miss Vesethra, what do you think we should be doing?
4: It appears that
2: there may be more people on the ship now that needs to be rescued.
1: Are
4: you going to rescue the prisoners?
2: That remains to be seen, possibly. Well, what else do you
3: do with prisoners, sir? You rescue them. You do not keep them enslaved against their will?
0: Depends what your job role is, really, doesn't it? I mean, my job role is to keep them here. Are there any gnomes amongst them? Er, uh, no. There was a famous gnome here, though. The big
5: boss chucked him out. He threw him out? Do you know where he went? No, no.
0: You could ask the boss. I think we might do just that. Where would you find him? As he said, in the big tower. I've never been there. He may there. want
6: to keep us.
0: Well, his favourite thing is saying... Would you like to join us? You direct us to this big tower. Uh, yeah, I ain't going there though. I mean, it, you show it, us... if you make it all all right, I'll come with you. But I, you know, I don't know you're going to win. You show us where the bus is. We'll deal with the rest. I think.
4: Mm,
0: all right. I'll take care a bit of the way, and then I'll point
5: you the rest. Good. We have some unfinished business with these brains first, though.
4: Um. <sighs>
0: You give us hand and we'll drag this body in the room and then you can shut the doors again and I'll stand as though I'm in guard and then nobody will know you're in there, will they?
5: Yeah, I don't trust you to do that. We all go in the room, I think.
1: Well, if it looks better for him to be outside, as long as he hasn't got his dagger with him, I
0: could be outside
1: there as well. Just uh, to make I think sure. I'll
0: come inside with you. I don't want to be left, left outside with that little scrappy grey thing. you seen what he did to my mate, it wrecked him. Yeah, no, I'd rather be inside with the rest of you. <laughs>
1: inside there as well, keeping
0: an eye on you. Apart from that, I can't understand a word he says.
3: Well, do you understand us? Or do you understand me, sir?
0: You're very well spoken.
3: Well, thank you. Let me try and make a bit more clear... Unfortunately, because of your position here, when you attacked us as part of this cult, we cannot trust you, and so therefore, we need to make sure that you are not doing silly things behind our backs, as per se. So, when we are talking about bringing you inside, you can treat my word as honour that we will not harm you, unless, of course, you would do something against our wishes, such as try to run away, attack us, and so on and so forth. Unfortunately I will not give this as legal litigation of course because that might take some time and we are, as you can see we're very busy. So if you would please kindly step into this room and we will then get on with our business.
4: You're a dead ringer for management you are. How oh, dare you sir.
3: I am a knight. A cat knight as you were.
0: Right. but well, As long as I'm left, left, left alone with that little one then it's all right.
3: We can agree to that.
1: If you want to get on my good side you can start By dragging that body of your mate into the room out of the corridor.
0: No need to be aggressive. And he will start dragging the bloody corpse of his (laughs) companion into the room uh it's not disguising the situation very well there is a long streak wide streak of red blood across the black floor but, uh, be on his mate and
3: he's dragging his mate along it's a pencil is just sitting staring at him doing it
0: absolutely i imagine that you have not got off the back of his mate all this time that you've just been sat on him sort of looking up t- talking to this terrified unfortunate cultist yeah
5: don't know how long the rules will hold, so Bailey, if you're going to do a deal with these brains, I suggest
6: we get on with it. Well, it's going to be hard for us to get you the bodies because we can't give you innocents that have done nothing wrong to, what is it? Are you going to possess them? Are you going to transfer your mind into them? How does this work?
0: There is another thing that we could do. We can and all stop the system, the system this craft is hovering a 100 feet above the ground. We can stop all of the systems. It will take approximately one hour for all systems to fail and then everything will be destroyed, including us, which will release us.
6: And this is something that is acceptable to you? Yes. It's sad that you have to do this, but I feel that it needs to be done.
2: It's sad
5: to live in a jar. There are I prisoners on this vessel though, we cannot just sacrifice 30 innocent prisoners.
6: So we just need to get them out now. Can you you not use we've the got dead Bozo bodies? over there that can let them out.
4: Uh, If I can just chip
0: in, uh, you haven't killed the guards where the prisoners are in the engine rooms.
6: Right, okay. Well, you've just seen what we've just done to your fellow friends.
0: Yeah, and I'm really glad that I'm not back on shift for an hour.
1: Bailey, we don't want those brains to just start shutting everything down, because if we can't get people out within the hour, we're all going to die.
6: Okay. Brains, can you hold off destroying everything for now? We need to do a couple of things first. Um, is Al okay with you?
0: Your coming here is is like a sign to us.
6: So you're willing to hold off just for a sec? We do need to go and speak to someone first because we are looking for the gnome.
0: We will hold off for a short while and then we will cause the cataclysm. That, will that will end, end this ship.
6: And what is a short while in your terms? Is that five minutes, half an hour, an hour?
2: I fear we may not get a solid answer from them.
6: Right, I think we need to get to the master then, and then do the rescue and get them off the ship if we can.
0: As you are saying this to your companions, the lighting flickers to red, and there is the sound of a regular.
1: I speak what, to them. What's that then?
3: But you said you'd wait a while, sirs. What has the guard done
2: to react to that sound and that change?
0: He uh, looks extremely panic stricken.
6: We're all gonna die. Okay. Can you show us the way out to the master?
0: Yeah, I want to go and see the master when the ship's going down. As I said before, I'll show you the way, but I'm not going with you.
6: Okay, thank you. He
0: suddenly seems quite focused. I, I want to live.
6: Is that okay with everyone else? Is that the action we're going to take?
3: Yeah. Well, we need to find a gnome and hopefully find those, those the prisoners that are on the ship. Because otherwise they're going to go down in flames as well.
6: Wasn't we told that the master kicked the gnome out so he was not going to know where the gnome is, is he?
5: No, he may know no. which direction he went and I'm guessing the master will also know where the prisoners are. He's got to be our first key
0: because he can tell us all the other things we need to know. That
6: yes, seems a fair he's the one, point. Isn't he the one that's holding the slaves?
0: Well, I know where the prisoners are on one of the prisoners' guards. I can take okay. you, you there. Either order, but we still need to go see the boss. I'll take you to the prisoners, but I'll point you in the direction of the master. I'm okay. not Does everyone
6: see the master or save the people first? We save
2: the people first. Then when we're dealing with the master, he cannot organise an effort to recapture them. To the prisoners
6: then? Take us to the prisoners, please.
0: So he will lead you out of the room along very, very featureless <sighs> corridors. But he seems to lead you down a couple of levels... Um, he continues leading you until eventually the very loud droning sound that has built as you've descended further into this craft reaches um, sort of its peak and you can see through a large set of open doors in front of you an orange glow emanating, and the rest of the ship, remembers under red light.
2: Is there any guards there? Not, right, on, the doors, ahead no, no, Not on the doors, no.
0: No, there's nobody within view.
2: All right, so yeah, I'll, I'll ask, are there normally guards here? Uh,
0: yes, making sure that everybody's doing what they should do. There are normally five or six of us in there.
6: Once we rescue them, where is there a safe place to take them off the ship?
0: Well, that's the thing, isn't there? I mean, you're in the middle of, like, a 2,000-mile-long range of mountains that's full of all sorts of dangers. Well, you know, it's a choice between starving or becoming a face on a cloak, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
6: there
4: is no choice on that.
6: So you can direct them out once we've rescued them?
4: Uh, no, this is your rescue
0: plan. I'm looking after myself. Well yeah. yeah, I'll show you an exit.
6: Thank you.
2: All right, so as i was talking, I'd like to have a quick listen by the door to try and see if there's anyone by the door before we just go bursting it in.
0: Okay, so you press yourself to the ground and flatten yourself to the wall and uh, you make your way to the opening and you can feel the heat on your skin. As you get to these doors, it's almost unbearable. Looking in, it takes you a few seconds for your eyes to get used to the heat and also the intense, in places, white light. But as you get used to it, you can see another very alien space of the same kind of material that you've seen in other areas of this ship. But there are, in the centre of the room, four large furnaces which are being stoked by a number of people in rags you notice that there are four guards sat at, incongruously a wooden table on the left and they seem to be engaged in some kind of gaming activity.
2: I have a little thought going, what would happen? This is, this
0: is in Feline to the Cats.
2: What would happen if the guard here went in to point out that the alarm is going off?
0: Putting your head just slightly into the room, you do notice that the roar of the furnaces kind of drowns
1: out the alarm that you're hearing. I think that's a very good idea, Miss, Mrs. Vesethra.
2: Sir lot would you perhaps persuade our friend here to encourage his companions out of the room?
3: So I'll slide it over. So, your friends do seem to be in the room, and uh, the alarm doesn't seem to be bothering them at all. Maybe a good way to avoid any further deaths of your um, companions would be to inform them that it's maybe time to vacate the vicinity and not to... Uh, get in the way of any of the other people trying to escape, such as the people they've got slaving at the furnaces.
0: Do a persuasion check. An eight. He looks at you for a moment and he's, he says, well, uh the ship is going down so I want to be lying hang on a bit and he will walk off from you towards the other cultists around the table and natural 20 you see a discussion take place you notice quite a few sort of um, nervous glances between them a couple of them look up you can see the kind of look of concentration on their faces and then the dawning as they do hear the alarm siren going and all of them without a word to the prisoners fueling the furnaces they all make their way towards the door now are you going to hide yourselves at this point or stay in plain sight most definitely so that'd be a stealth check
1: yeah 17 19
2: 11 Eight.
0: So Nine. Up to the door. Nine, okay. Underneath the sort of red light and general sort of panic in the eyes of these sort of cultists, all of you apart from Bailey and Vesethra managed to kind of bolt into the very hot interior of, of this room. And it's the kind of thing that the furnaces are that bright that they... Cast deep shadows everywhere else, so you kind of blend into the shadows. Bailey and Vesethra, you're quite slow at darting through this door. They rolled a three and a five, so they don't. They're just very much in conversation with each other. The prisoners, they carry on fueling the furnaces.
2: So they've not reacted at all
6: to the
0: Uh, No. They haven't been privy to the guards' conversations. They're aware they're leaving the room, but um, they are carrying on working.
6: Number seven, can you command the slaves to follow us to the nearest exit? Uh,
0: He is leaving with the other cultists. He went up to them and he's having to walk off with them. He can't suddenly break.
6: Hal, can you see if there's any exits about?
0: I could map the room. Actually, follow the guard. You want him to follow the guards?
6: Because the guards will be exiting.
0: Yeah, so you're asking he's how?
5: He's non-combatant. I'm not sure that's a good idea at all. I think if you're going to send anyone not... to follow the guards, get Robbie to go, he's the
1: sneakiest. All right, I'll go and see what they're up to.
0: Okay, so Robbie splits off from the party following the guards to see where they're going and the rest of you, what are you going to do?
6: Talk to the people manning the furnace to tell them to stop.
0: So you head and... over, just you or everybody?
5: I'll go, Anyone
6: well. follow go
0: over as well. I'm not, I'll stay on by the door and keep watch. So Bailey, Sir Pound Slott and Vesethra go over to the prisoners.
6: Um, try to get their attention.
0: Uh, you do as three cats very very large cats appear in front of them <clears throat> hello prisoners i would say
3: prisoners no more because you are free this this uh this is a rescue party we are unfortunately in a situation where we need to vacate this facility quite quickly my companions and i have hopefully find a way out so we'll ask you to please kindly in an orderly formation fashion of course befitting the role of gentlemen we will and ladies we shall vacate this facility we shall try and do as much to get out as possible so we will appreciate your calmness in this distressing situation.
0: Okay, there is, as all the prisoners stop stoking the fires, the first thing that you, well, no, they all stop stoking the fires and just look totally gobsmacked at this large fluffy white cat that is positioned itself in front of them and started speaking to them and one of the ones that was using a large shovel to stoke one of the furnaces he's going to try and swat you with his shovel just looking down at you is like that ain't natural cats don't talk i say
3: sir would is that how you appreciate uh, show people who would uh, try and make sure that you are
0: safe and well looked after what kind of devilment is this this ain't right. Not it ain't devil. natural. Not devilman, sir. Well, now you're talking. I am indeed, sir. I'm
3: also trying to help you and save you. But unfortunately, we are running out of time. So if you would please vacate this silly nonsense of trying to attack me, then I'm sure we'll all be happier once we're out of this place.
0: Persuasion or um, intimidation, whichever you want. I think the fluffy cat will have to do a persuasion.
6: Don't forget, though, that fluffy cat is also covered in covered blood. In blood. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, you are. It... Yeah, actually, I'm, I yeah, I'm, persuasion I'm of s- intimidation. I'm going to say with disadvantage as you as you sit there gesturing with your bloody paw.
3: The so one time I rolled a good persuasion, I had to roll a disadvantage and get a seven.
0: A seven is yes. like it, What? No. Well, um, what do we do?
4: I I, I don't know. Um, uh, just give me a second to think. Where have the guards gone?
3: Well, we removed them in order to. Make sure that we are is that what that bloody lives is that what that someone's guards of course the they did uh, attack us
0: first prisoners start to back away from you deeper into the room but they have stopped fueling the furnaces and in the few minutes that they've stopped fueling them the glow has dropped to a sort of cooler orange from the sort of white hearts of them when you first came into the room and the floor that you're standing on does suddenly give a massive jolt and a lurch to the left let's have everybody do dexterity saving throws i had a
6: 12 13 17
1: 11 11 for robbie even though he's elsewhere Okay. still on the same ship
0: so you all manage to kind of as the benefit of having four legs is as this ship lurches violently to the left you all manage to keep your balance the prisoners also seem to um, keep their balance but they do look even more panicked at the current situation Jane
6: Right. Bailey stands up on all fours now he's stopped looking at the glow of the fire and he looks around and basically tells people, we are trying to rescue you. You have two choices. Die on the ship when it goes down or escape and follow us. Your choice. What's it going to be?
0: Well, seeing as you're putting it like that, then uh, show the way, isn't it? Hang on, let's nip over to Robbie quickly. So, Robbie, uh, you haven't done a stealth check yet, have you?
1: No. Rolled it earlier and yep. got 24. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would have been doing is as we've been following, each time we've sort of like turned into a different corridor, I'll have done a little scent mark in that corridor. Right. Okay. Because I know that there'sn't one of the party that will find that.
0: Going along, it isn't long down one of the corridors until one of the guards stops by again these featureless walls, but you do notice a small grouping of squares on it like you've witnessed before, taps into it, a door slides open literally just before the door slides to, you see into a very very small room and then the doors close
1: and I've been able to observe that sequence, you have yeah I'll just give it a moment or two and then mage hand and use the mage hand to punch in the sequence on the actual door thing
0: there's a few seconds that you just sat there looking at a blank wall and then the door slides open and there is probably like a six foot square room in front of you far too small to be useful but there are no guards in it
1: well that's right peculiar that's for sure i wonder what miss for will make of this
0: now, at this point, I presume the rest of you are leading the others yep. out and the known route that you came in with the first guard, which is partially the route that um, Robbie has backtracked.
6: Well, we're not going to get to speak to the Master at this rate. We'd best get out ourselves.
2: special so I turn to everyone, a very bright flash of green light in our eyes to say, Everyone, stay close to me.
0: If you carry on, you'll eventually come to Robbie, who is now sitting just looking at a blank wall.
1: I think there's some kind of portal behind here. Five guards went in, none came out. I opened the door, none of them in there. No other exits. Got to be a portal.
0: Now, you do have the prisoners with you as well.
6: I would suggest one cat and five of the rescued slaves go at a time
2: how many of the prisoners are there
0: uh you've got 15
6: okay two cats and five prisoners at a time how many do you think we can cram in one go
0: i'll use your mage hand punch in the code so the door slides open instantaneously this time it is a six by six area but it's about 15 foot high
1: i just peek my head in and have a quick look see if there's any other things in there.
0: You notice, again, seven foot off the ground on one of the side walls, another group
1: of buttons. Who's in first, then?
6: I would suggest myself and Agea goes first. Um, Just in
5: case they're waiting on the other side.
6: Yeah, because we can defend ourselves better, shall I say.
0: As, as you look at the grouping of, of, of buttons, there's, there's a single row of eight. You've started calling the buttons because they look a bit like buttons on clothing, um, ex- <laughs> except for they're square. Is it
1: worth uh, Mr. Hal going in? Because he can float up and he can press those buttons in there. Hal
0: goes yeah. into this um, space and floats up. What would you like me to do? Wait for the
3: moment, Hal. Let's get people in, first of all. Do you know what these buttons do, Hal?
0: No, but I could find out. As you've seen him do before, he puts his hand on. There seems to be some kind of connection. And you see him press the top button. The door closes on all of you. um, And he's lost a view. Oh, right. Okay. I did say Um, to
3: wait, but apparently not.
5: Can someone push Um, that top button again? Open the door back up?
1: I would open it up
0: again. So you key in the sequence that you know. There is probably like a 60 second wait this time, but the door once again opens and there is an empty six foot square
1: room. Oh dear. (laughs) Don't press the top one because it destructs. The 15
0: prisoners start to back away from this space quite perturbed by this box where you put something into it and then when you open it, it's gone. The door closed again, yeah. It seems something to them a little bit like that happens in a furnace is that you feed it with fuel and the furnace eats the fuel. Yeah. There is another lurch. And you feel the ship drop quite violently.
1: We're so teetering that... on the edge of something. Who's gonna go in and press another button then?
5: I'll gladly do it. It's fine. I'll go in. Was
1: okay. That... I can probably get the mage hand to press a button for you. Okay, so um AG is
0: making his <laughs> way into this small space. The mage hand presses yeah. the uppermost button the door closes and um to the rest of you yeah you've got a blank wall there again right
1: now if i press this i'm in there on my own yes
0: you are
6: no i'm in there oh you've you.
0: gone in as well look, look I you. was in there
6: <laughs>
1: right Some um, mage hand again yeah put in that sequence trying to yep. open that
0: a few moments later the door opens onto an empty space the um prisoners after seeing this happen a couple of times the braver one of them actually leans forward sort of looking round for ash but doesn't see and he shakes his head to the rest and and sort of goes back to being pressed up against the corridor wall looking in both directions and into this space pretty much in panic of where on earth do we go um So, you have got 15 prisoners uh, pressed against the wall, some of them having discussions between themselves, the red lighting is still there but it's starting to pulse and there are occasional lurches um, of the floor beneath you.
1: Robbie will turn around and look at the prisoners. Does anybody else want to try going in that?
0: Six of them push forward and actually push their way into the lift. Um, Getting a little bit tight in there with six in there.
1: I'm going to use the um, mage hand and press that That's same it. button again. The doors close. The a
0: pounce a lot. You feel the floor move underneath you. There are sort of panicked looked looks between the prisoners as they sort of feel this space shift but after a few moments the door opens and you are outside you can see sky and you can see mountains
3: see it can't have all been that bad
0: the prisoners do all push out onto this upper surface the doors close there is as this stands this structure stands proud above, there is again another one of these panels seven foot off the ground. And it is well, out, as the door closed. But the door's closed, yeah. And it is it's not a line, it is a grid again.
3: As the door's closed, I've I've gone oh my dear, I, I can't you,
0: do anything because you, he, you can you can try and bolt back in.
3: I would try and bolt back in before.
0: Okay, so if you want to do, um, let's say, an acrobatics check to very quickly get back in.
3: Natural 20, Okay,
0: so as this force pushes you all and you are kind of ejected from this space uh, into the outside and you can see mountains all around you, you turn straight round and just as the doors are closing, you slip back inside. The room stays stationary. So I've just said they're going. The, 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 John, the John Travolta mean, where
4: he's just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: uh, a,
0: what button should I press? And but the like, buttons are quite high, aren't they? They are, they are, Um. yeah, seven foot up. What has it
1: been since the uh, prisoners, ex-prisoners, and uh, Sir Pounce-A-Lot went in? How long would
0: you like to wait? You seem to have between sort of button presses have been waiting <laughs> sixty seconds, something like that. Been about just a bit over
1: that sixty seconds. Wait a little longer, okay, and then press the sequence again. Okay, and very momentarily the door slides open, and <laughs>
0: there is Sir Pouncelot sitting there, looking quite proud with himself. The prisoners all look at. The fact that the cats returned but the humans have not and reading in their own summarization of the situation and the fact that you are very new to them. they bolt for the engine room as this talking demonic cat has come back but the humans have not.
3: I shout out, it's safe, it's safe, we've made it out, we've made it to the mountains above.
1: I turn and shout as best I can at the fleeing prisoners. Wait, wait, it's alright, there's a way out here. Certain so death the sound ha- of it. No, he's come back to tell us that it's safe. For him, Your friends maybe. have got out.
0: Do a persuasion check. <laughs> nine they carry on legging it back if we carry on shoveling lads it'll probably be all right it's probably because we've stopped shoveling so leave those creatures to it Decent
1: well Miss setter i think we've done what we can
2: we have tried
1: i go inside yep. this, this strange box
0: then yep. pressing the same top button finally yeah. this is the only game where you can spend Sixty-five minutes in a lift. <laughs> Do you know what?
2: Most lifts feel like they have sixty-five minutes on them.
0: The floor lurch.
3: That Mass Effect, the
0: first one. <laughs> the floor lurches beneath you, and you feel yourself rapidly rising. And then you smell air, and a force pushes you out of this space, and you find yourself atop of a large metal cylinder with various large protuberances, some of them in shapes of pyramids, Um, towards the centre, a very, very, very tall tower, which tapers to a point at the top. And as you step a little bit further out, you can see Aegea and Bailey taking in the view. Uh, Halley's there, drawing furiously, and you are outside.
3: Are there also the six other prisoners?
0: The six other prisoners are very much huddled close together um in, in deep conversation. Bye. There is a huge lurch the surface you are standing on, sliding to the right. I need you all to make dexterity saving throws
1: please. Twenty-three. Nineteen.
6: Twelve. Get one. Fifteen.
0: So the ship drops probably about Fifty foot in one go and lurches to the right. The prisoners, all six of them, are thrown. To the ground the surface of this exterior is extremely smooth it is the same black metallic substance um and they all start sliding towards the edge and you watch as sir pounce lot thrown to the ground face towards you just start sliding away from you legs outstretched claws almost sparking off the surface of this metal pleading meow
3: meow, meow, meow. Anto-
0: yeah, pleading Antonio Banderos, um, Puss in Boots' eyes, looking at all of you as he starts to slide towards the edge. he
1: within 30 foot of me.
0: He is going to have slid exactly 30 foot.
1: Just be trying to use Mage Hand to grab and stop him from sliding any further.
0: Would you try and grab the scruff of his
1: neck? Um, more um, if he's if he's sliding backwards that way. And yeah, yeah. If he's slowing back, that's his butt. Mage hand to the butt to try and stop him.
0: Hopefully, you're not pointing. Um... <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so... <laughs> As <laughs> Sir lot slides backwards away from you, these wide eyes looking, and as the ship is dropping, these 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 some breeze coming from the mountains, so his fur sort of kind of rippling. You form your mage hand and um, put it behind him. Sadly, mage hand only being able to lift, I think it's five
4: pound. Is
0: it? Uh, ten um, pounds. Ten pounds pound. does little to stop this progress so
2: i'm gonna try and thorn whip towards the pound slot okay cast out thorn whip to grab and pull the pound, or at least grab hold and start to pull the pound slot back towards me
0: Okay, so you as the spectral hand appears behind Sir Pouncelot, a thorny vine flies out from the deck of this craft and wraps itself round Sir Pouncelot's body. You'd have made two good cultists actually, we were sort of finger poking and whipping. A
2: little hand pulling our good paladin up would be appreciated.
5: I'll go over and help because we'll yeah. um,
0: I think I'm the strongest. Again, as always, if there's an unstable surface, you are the most solid. Uh, to all intents and purposes, upright whenever the ground is at an angle and you make your way over to assist.
6: I'm going to try and... Go towards the mountains to see if there is any kind of way we
0: can get off. Okay, do your dexterity check as you make your way across the, the surface of this craft.
6: I got 17.
0: Okay, so you make your way very staunchly and stoically across the surface of this craft, going for quite a while until you get to the edge and you look. Now you're probably only about 25 foot off the ground.
6: There's um only a twenty foot, five foot drop approximately. But the problem is if we jump down, um the humans have gotta jump down with us and this ship is going down, so we could get crushed if we jump off it.
0: As you speak of the humans, you sort of naturally turn to look at them and these group of six humans you notice now are above the level of this craft in what almost looks like a small totally enclosed skiff to you and they have taken the opportunity while you've all been sliding about the deck to make their way to what is basically like a small shuttle
2: Are you kidding me here?
1: But if it's only yet. twenty-five foot, then that's not too far to drop.
6: I think we need to jump and run and try and find some sort of hidey hole before this comes crashing down.
1: Right. What we're gonna do,
0: if you are gonna, if you're gonna jump, we will have one of those skill check things. <laughs> so to successfully jump off, and then as the ship crashes into the volcanic rock surface to avoid the explosions and obviously all of the debris that's thrown up in the air we will do two rounds of skill challenges let's all just do dexterity uh, athletics checks to jump off the ship if that's what you're doing 14
1: yeah. then are talking definitely athletics or acrobatics
6: it's 26 the good yeah yeah, well, I yeah. That,
0: no, that's 21 I got, I got 12 you got 12 exactly uh, well wow.
2: 20
0: okay so you all at the same time make the decision to the ships on like a 40 45 degree angle so you all basically decide to jump from the lowest edge of the ship and to use the momentum of running down this slope to give you some sort of lift in jumping off you all jump off so pounce a lot after his bit of a uh, scary slide he's a little bit more cautious as you hit the ground the ship now takes another jolt and is heading imminently for impact so you all need to make your way as far as away from the ship as you can Aegea what are you going to do
5: I'm going to use athletics to try and start making a path so as I run away from where the ship's going down If there's any rocks, boulders, things in the way, I'm going to shoulder them out the
0: way as I run with my strength. That will be an unnatural 20. We are on all of these checks. We're aiming for over 14. So... Forging ahead, Aegea starts to make a path that you can all follow. And as the engines underneath the ship, which you can now see have been holding it up, it is blowing up dust and sort of sending rocks into the air. And he plows ahead, sort of shouldering some of these rocks out of the way. So pounce a lot. Uh,
3: charisma-based, and I don't think there's anything charisma-based I can do with this.
0: Yes, you can. can. Even... You can basically egg everybody on. So you oh, can oh, basically egg I'll, your team on.
3: I'll go, run, fly, you fools. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. The
3: thing is, the adventuring cat is not as cool as Ian e. McKellen's right. Gandalf, because he only gets an eight.
0: Okay, so after quite a scary time on the top of this craft, and and sort of feeling a little bit sheepish about the thing that, as the brave Sir lot at the edge of the ship, he really didn't want to go over. He he starts to um yeah um come on, uh, 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 and kind of just loses it. So you've got one fail. <laughs> okay, Robbie.
1: Right, I've uh. I'm choosing to go on investigation for seeing, evaluating the right path through yep. things i can't push things away so much i'm on 16
0: okay so watching where the monk the drunken monk has forged ahead and looking at the train yourself you, you see that basically ag is taking the right path and you forge off in that direction so we have two passes we are round to vesethra
2: following on the same sort of lines looking less short term more long term into the distance or sort of following the, the route we've taken i'm going to do a sort of um we gonna do a nature check on the what I can see ahead of us to so sort of try and pick out the the next sort of route on it less looking at what we're dealing with at the moment but more seeing can I see dangers or things ahead of us
0: okay yep, that's fair enough I'll say you can use that as sort of the ship is actually crashing into the ground now and a field of debris has been thrown up and you are very much looking at where things are starting to rain down Uh,
2: apparently there's a huge gas cloud because that was only a nine even with plus seven (laughs) that's still only a nine
0: As you stop to sort of scope out any sort of natural hollows or large rocks that potentially you could go round and avoid some of the debris coming down, you get belted on the back of the head by a large chunk of rock that has been thrown up as this ship has now, on its side, crashed into this crater. Um, You are going to take two points of bludgeoning damage as this rock hits you. And at present, you have two failures and two passes. So we are round to Bailey.
6: So I'm going to use acrobats. Seems the rocks are coming down quick and fast. Okay. To dodge the debris debris and try to get somewhere safe. 15. Yes. Okay,
0: so Bailey leaps over the now slightly cross-eyed Vesethra and um almost monk like for a few moments, sort of leaps from boulder to boulder as they crash into the ground, forging along behind Aegia and Robbie. Um and we are back round to Aegia. I'd
5: like to try and use insight okay to see how my fellow party members are getting on and how they're if they're starting to panic or if they're relaxed and just making their way out to see if there's any way i can aid the most panic stricken ones
0: okay yep yep 13 okay so you having bounded quite a long way ahead you you almost feel sort of a pang of guilt at shooting out so far above you um ahead of your fellow adventurers and companions and you kind of stop looking out to see who isn't doing very well and at that moment you see the rock hit the back of Vesethra's head and where you would have hoped that some compassion and some aid would have come out from you, what actually comes out is a chuckle um...
2: <laughs> You ass <us.
0: laughs> I go on the head <laughs> a lot. In fact, yeah, I'm not wow. sure that it was an idea that threw the rock. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: sorry. I will therefore so pick, to try pick good
0: skills <laughs> with high bonuses. <laughs> as I say, because...
3: And as feline cat, I will try and uh, run about and jump over any obstacle in my way with an acrobatics check.
0: Okay, yeah. scores
3: an unnatural 20. So. so
0: again, forging ahead this time, Sir Pounce-a-Lotters, as is literally a firestorm and hail of small and large rocks coming down as the earth actually buckles underneath this craft as it hits the ground. But he nimbly forges ahead, avoiding the worst of it. Robbie.
1: I'm going to use Sleight of hand, or should I say, nimbleness of paw, to try and almost weightless across the ground, as using as little pressure as I can, quick and quick okay, and nimble. Okay. So, what skills this um, that you're using? This is sleight of hand.
0: Right. Okay. Is that possible? Sleight I'm, of hand is more of a deception thing, to be yeah. honest. To be fair. Um, that sounds like okay. a stealth roll almost. That's so from that description, yeah, you could use okay. you could use stealth.
1: To, that's good because that's would better. Be,
0: you would be going slower, but you would be picking your way cautiously through the train. I would say,
1: yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, that, in that case, that makes it because I get plus ten on stealth. Seventeen. No. What, what okay, so. <laughs>
5: Well, would you be using
0: anything else. yeah <laughs> Robbie uh, suddenly almost disappears from view to the rest of you as you're all in this kind of wacky races mad dash to get away from this um impact crater. He just kind of goes to one side and you just almost stop animation, see him popping up behind um sort of rocks out in the open, gone again and he's forging ahead. Okay, we are round to Vecetra.
2: I'd like to do a perception check then to to forge ahead, avoiding flying rocks.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yes, Uh, scope the terrain, yep.
2: That is a natural 20, which gives me a 27.
0: It is almost like a moment of enlightenment as the rock hits the head, the eyes cross and then a little bit like homer simpson with the crayon up his nose it seems to form neural pathways that have never been connected before and looking ahead at this terrifying landscape these huge monolithic mountains in the background the ship behind crashing down, atomic bomb worth of dust and debris coming out. All of a sudden there's a moment of calm for Vesethra and as he sees lines of green numbers form in (laughs) front of him and he sees the matrix of Faroon and forges ahead avoiding everything that's thrown at him. Bailey.
6: Okay, I'm going to use athletics to run as quick as I can to try and to get to some sort of shelter. So that's athletics, which is a plus four, 14.
0: Bailey literally pointing the tail out behind him, flattening the ears, eyes intense, just barrels forwards a bit like roadrunner just forges ahead creating his own his own fallout of dust as he whizzes ahead and the craft there is a huge explosion as looking behind the craft now buried one side into the ground literally breaks in the center a little bit titanic like a final dust cloud that goes up and you get to a point where you can safely stop and turn around and look at this broken craft you have been listening to the case of the missing arcanist a dungeons and dragons fifth edition actual play podcast the players dave as a jeer Forest Cat Drunken Monk Master, Jane as Bailey, Mancun Fighter, Megan as Bai, Wild Magic Sorcerer, Mark as Robbie, Cornish Rex Arcane Trickster, Andy as Sir Pouncelot, Persian Paladin, and John as Vesethra, Archangel Russian Blue Druid.